welcome to episode 5 of Two Geeks Talk Movies. I'm your host, John, and with me as always is my co-host, Joanne. Hey. Hey there. Right, then. This month I'm doing what, we're, what I'm calling Super September. We're looking at DC superheroes that are happen to be female. First up is Joanne's pick, which is... Wonder Woman. Yes, Wonder Woman 2017. Yes, starring Gal Gadot or Gail Gadot, who's a bloody name, and Chris Pine. So when did you first watch this this movie? Um, but three days ago. <laughs> I saw this thing at an IMAX cinema, and I was kind of meh to this uh, movie. Really? See, I've had this sitting in my in my house for ages and just never got around to watching it. And mm. yeah, I wouldn't say it was meh, but you know. We'll see what I think of it as we go on. I mean, I'll read you exactly what I've written back in 2017. <clears throat> Justin from Wonder Woman, what can I say? But I want my two and a half hours back. Far too much slow-mo, well OTT acting, and too much woman and not enough wonder. It felt like an Xbox One game, a very par 5 out of 10. So that's my honest thoughts um, when I walked out the cinema. Like wow. I said, I wasn't impressed with this movie at all. I was like... Mm. Eh, the graphics look like shit, I thought. You yeah, know. the CGI in there, you know, left to be desired, is not it? Yeah, the CGI is, is terrible. And there's too mm. much slow motion. I was yeah. like, does everything have to be in slow motion? I mean, no. but that was that. Um, so this is the most successful DC female superhero to date. It made more money than all the other female DC superheroes. Uh, female DC superheroes put together. Wow. <laughs> I'll get back to that later on. What annoyed me about this movie the most, but is there's no cameo from Linda Carter. Yeah, you'd have thought the original Wonder Woman would have been somewhere in mm. it, but... Yeah. 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 I know. And there's no spinning around. There's not one time she spins to change it in Wonder Woman. I'm going... It would have killed you to have one scene of the spinning. Yeah, just one. I know. Uh, but, but that was... Uh, uh, oh yes, and I have to say, off the top of my head, the first time I saw Wonder Woman uh, was in Batman vs Superman, and she stole that movie from underneath them. Mm. Uh, I thought she was so cool in that movie, but then Justin came out and Justin would shut over that legacy, so it's like Wonder Woman, uh, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of cool though. Yeah, kind of, kind of. I mean, uh, I'm sort of. <sighs> On the fence with Wonder Woman in uh, 1984, it looks kind of eh. I mean, but maybe I'm not the target audience, clearly. Maybe I'm, I should be a 10 year old little girl, you know, not a 40 year old man. Oh, well, maybe. <laughs> so so maybe, maybe it's just me. I mean, maybe I'm just being a, a cantankerous old prick, which is possible. <laughs> but as I say to you, yeah, this made more money than uh, Supergirl 84, Catwoman, and. Uh, Electra put together. Can I you know? just say though, I'm not surprised because I do not like any of those other three movies. I know we are reviewing one of those three next time, but mm. I really don't like any of those three movies, so that really doesn't surprise me. But that's just me, I am judgmental. Yeah, yeah, okay, then. okay. So, on to this thing itself. Wonder Woman's budget was $149 million, and this thing pulled in an incredible $821 million. <laughs> like I say, 
so the profits for the, for the three previous DC movies put together was 270. So it blew the ones clean out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I mean, bloody hell. So put that one in perspective for you. I mean, there you go. Starring, the cast rather, starring Gal Gadot, Chris Pine, Connie Nelson, Robin Wright, Danny Houston, and David Thewis, directed by Patty Jenkins. The plot, a World War II pilot crash lands on an all-female island hidden by magic. A princess must take him back to the land of man. However, she falls in love with him and he takes her to the outside world. It's a very different place. So she wonders, why is there so many men wondering this place? Where's all the women? Sort of thing. Why, why are women not in charge? Yeah. She then finds out the god of war, Ares, is pulling the strings during World War Two. So she must stop him at all costs. Can she do so? What will happen to the love of her life? And just who exactly is Wonder Woman? Let's find out. So... Patty Jenkins, have you ever seen any of Patty Jenkins' movies? No, I haven't. No, no. I'm trying to think if I've actually seen any of her movies. I don't think I have. I'm not 100% good on directors doing which specific movies, mind you, but to to my knowledge, I haven't. I'm going to look her up right now, so bear with me a second. No worries. Talk amongst yourself. Yep. (laughs) Someone put the kettle on while we wait waiting, John. <laughs> oh, Wonder Woman 77, great Uh Let me see. So she has done... God, this is slow. She has done... Da, 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 da. Ooh, interesting. She has done... Let me see. Monster. The um, one on Eileen... Yes, the female serial killer. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And Wonder Woman is her only other movie. The rest of it's all TV stuff. So interesting. Mm. What TV stuff has she done though? Let's see. She has done Entourage, Arrested Development, The Killing, uh, Betrayal, Exposed, and that's it. Ah, She's also directing Wonder Woman 84. So there we have it. Ah, interesting. Interesting. She's doing. She done monster. That's interesting. That is. I, I was just having a semi um argument on social media earlier about um I someone saying that you know Eileen the real Eileen was you know off her head and deserved to be executed and I was not that I defend anything she did but I just thought you know maybe she should have been put in an asylum and not. Anyway, let's go back to this movie then. So we get a voiceover straight off the bat from Gal Gadot as it zooms into Paris from outer space, straight onto the Louvre, and we meet her character, Wonder Woman, aka, uh, was it Princess Diana? Princess Diana, her name was, wasn't it? Diana of, what's it called? Diana of Thesis or something like that's called? What the hell it is called? I cannot pronounce it. <laughs> and the only other movie I know her before this was The Fast and the Furious. Yeah, because this is like only the second or third thing she'd done. And I read somewhere that just before she got given the part of Wonder Woman, um, she was about to quit acting. Hmm. Which I think would have been a terrible shame. 
I can't yeah. imagine anyone else playing Wonder Woman after watching that, but no possibility. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's very true. Um, she was wasn't she in the army uh, for several years? She was. I, I read that as well. But did you know um, what else was I gonna say? Um, the not uh, gone, and I've not written it down. It uh, can't have been important. It doesn't matter. But yeah, she was in the army. Okay, then. okay. So she gets a package from Wade Enterprises, and it's a picture of her and her small squad of men, including the love of her life, Steve Trevor, from World War One. Was it World War One or Two? I think it was one. This was World War Two. Was it? Yeah, I did read though that they had originally, and before they started filming, they were going to set it in World War One, and then. They decided to set it in World War Two, just Could because I... World War Two was the first major war that had so many hor, so many weapons. It was so weaponized can can um compared to World War One. Like the first time, never used any sort of gas as well as various types of mach- guns and other machinery. So they just thought the contract between what she lived in and that would be enough to shock anyone. You sure this is actually World War Two? Because they have... Um, yeah, and do you know why I know? Um, the German general, um, Erich Ludenhoff, was a real person. He was a real yeah. German general. Okay, okay. Well, he, he wasn't murdered, and he certainly wasn't murdered by Wonder Woman. Mm. I mean, I, I know that Steve Trevor's plane is a wooden plane, which was, mm. say this would be 1914, so uh, that's a bit of a oops it's a kind of contrast <clears throat> how I was thinking isn't that meant to be World War 2 and then I seen the machinery and the fact that they were experimenting trying to make like their version of like mustard gas or something mm, yeah. like this is definitely World War 2 so why was he in a wooden plane but continuity area I suppose I suppose I suppose so she gets a flashback to herself as a little girl and she's played by Lily Aspel uh, she's running away from her... What was her tutor she's running away from? Because yeah. she hates being forced down. She's this independent, strong-willed little brat, in essence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she wants to be an Amazon. So she stands and watches the Amazons doing... Oh, she will eventually become an Amazon and become a, a warrior. She just wanted to start her training earlier than what she should have done. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. That's very, very true. I did read that this is one of the many origin stories for Wonder Woman. And some, she's a little girl made from clay by yeah, Zeus. She had in this one, which I found strange. Had you ever heard that origin story before? Yes, it's from, uh-huh. I think it's from the 90s, I guess. Okay. I, know in, I know in the 70s, she's supposed to be the last burst of energy that Zeus had or something like that and made her immortal. So... She's that's the origin I vaguely knew of. And then when she said made from clay, I just about wet myself laughing. I was like, I've never heard that before in my life. Mm. Mm. I mean, there's a, there's the 90s version, she's actually a prostitute and she's given this power via, I guess, the, the gauntlets gives her power or something. I remember reading some of that years ago, but I'm going, uh, no, oh, I don't read, I don't yeah, read comic books, like, uh, you know. Void that out and never return to it. Eh? Mm. Mm. So I mean, so she gets caught by her auntie, auntie Pope, auntie auntie Cope, is that what I'm saying? 
played by Robin Wright of House of Cards fame, which I love her in House of Cards. Do you, do you watch House of Cards? Or did you watch House of Cards? I did not. Oh, it's fantastic. I mean, she is such a cold-hearted bitch, and it is just genius. She kind of uh, has that look in this as well, though, and then when you, for the brief time we get to see her know a bit about a character, you realise, you know, she kind of isn't as tough as she looks. Mm, yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So, Wonder, little Wonder Woman is running away from her nanny, and she cliff dives, showing she's fearless. Yeah, well, yeah. you're a mortal, love, so why would you be afraid of dying? Plus, you're on an island, you can't die on that island. So, what's yeah. the point of showing her as fearless? I mean, was that so unfair? Like, I was like, I, I guess she, oh, I, when I saw that, I thought she must already know she's a mortal by that point. Well, it's supposed to be fearless slash reckless, so... Ah, right, okay, because uh, I just she knows she's her motto, so she's mm. like, I'll just jump that way without... But no, she just thinks she's, she's like a kid, she's, she's immortal, you know, she's a yeah. child, she's a reckless child. Oh, it's the child mentality of thinking, yeah. Nothing, yeah. not the, the fact that she physically knows. Right, okay, I get you. Because she doesn't realise she is the secret weapon until much later on in her life. So she's just being a little show-off yeah, brat. Yeah, just being a brat at that point. Yeah, yeah. So she's caught by her mother, Queen Hippolyta. Is that pronounced her name? Yes. Played by Connie Nelson. And she scolds the nanny. It's not the nanny's fault. She's oh, a no. fucking uh, a little brat, you know. So moving on. So what little... Diana whines. She wants to be trained like like the rest of her um of her, her Amazons and she starts moaning and groaning. She wants to be true. Then her auntie goes up and goes, I'll train her in secret. So the queen sort of turns her back and goes, Okay then, but don't sh- don't don't tell me necessarily, you know. Which is kinda weird because doesn't she got kinda shits balls at her sister later on? So it's like you kinda know but you kinda turn your, your back and yeah, muddy. You know? Yeah, it kind of was a bit sketchy that part because it was like one minute she was saying, No, you're far too young and going train her for what, might never. And then it's like, Well, train her, but you know, basically do it properly and make sure she's better than you, but at the same time, don't tell her why. And it's like, you know, yeah, it's, it's very, very sketchy. Yeah. It is, isn't it? It's like an afterthought, isn't it? That whole hmm. So that night, her Mother, by the way, Diana's still whining. She wants to be treated like an Amazon. Oh, shut your little bitch. Uh, she gets told the story of how she was made out of clay by Zeus and mm. made her come alive. I'm going, wait, what? <laughs> you know? And this is one of many, as I say here earlier, this is one of many, many ways that Wonder Woman came into existence. So the story, what she tells her is that Zeus made man and how they turned on the gods after Ares, the god of war, made mankind a mean, jealous, possessive, selfish creature. So mm-hmm. Zeus captured the Amazons, uh, sorry, created the Amazons to calm down mankind. Now, this is the first of many problems of this movie. Right off the bat, we're, what, 20 minutes in or 50 minutes in, and we have this whole thing, man can't be trusted, women are perfect. You try to say to me there's not one aggressive woman out there. I mean, I could name a, f- a few. You got a, pe- a long uh, enough piece of paper. I mean, 
I mean, that, that annoyed me. I'm going to make here so men are, are selfish and destructive and nasty and egotistic, which we are, yes. But the sale that women are perfect, they don't get start fights. There's no wars over a woman. Women are, are this and that. Next thing I'm going... Uh, over, in, over anything but. Mm. You know? Maggie Thatcher, hello. You know, I yeah, mean... Exactly. Ellen DeGeneres, anyone? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's this is what annoyed me about this movie was the, the very... Uh, insidious undercurrent of uh, feminism leaked into this movie. I'm going, no, 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 just keep this a nice um, movie here. Don't leak in this quite nasty feminist bent you have here, but hey-ho. Mm. Um, it also continues to say, however, the evil of man and the enslaved these Amazons. Now, if these Amazons are super strong females, how the hell did mortal men beat them up and put them on an island? I mean, they didn't. Um, Zeus put them on that island to protect them from man. I always see, right? Okay, protect okay. them. That's the only that and the fact that hidden by magic is the only reason Ares can't find them and can't find Diana. Okay, okay. So the queen continues to say they are now part god. So, Kaden. So. Why would... Oh, moving on, moving the hell right on. As the story continues, the little brat, Diana, is still whining until her auntie trains her in secret, even though the, the mother knows that she can trains, but uh, moving on. Mm. So in the story, Ares kills all of the gods, making Zeus too weak to kill him. So with no choice, Zeus strikes down Ares, forcing him into Earth. Uh, isn't he the god of war? Ares, yeah. Yes, so why the hell is this going, I cast you out? He's not a fucking devil. He's not Satan. He's not Lucifer, you know? Because even the god of war is still meant to have some restraint, uh, um, especially when they're like in Zeus's kingdom. I've been a while since I've read my Greek mythology, but um, so they're still meant to show restraint there, and, and he just refuses, and that was it. Plus, okay. Ares just want to just wanted to destroy all of mankind. I know that from mythology, like one goal was always, and just was always in the saying no, chill out, and then and Ares yeah. was like, mm -mm. so basically Ares is, is Lucifer then? In a because... way, yeah. In a way, yeah. In a way, you're right. He does want to corrupt mankind, but he wants to corrupt mankind so they'll start fighting, i.e. the mm. movie. But so they'll start fighting and then that'll, you know, almost cause them to destroy themselves. But in the end, they would, it would still be Ares' fault if mankind was to you know, fight itself into oblivion. Okay, okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair Although enough. we fuck up, we would do that oblivion to our own devices. Mm, okay, fair enough. So she continues a little story here, saying that Ares made this little, sorry, no Ares, Zeus rather, made this little slice of paradise for the woman to stay on, and he used the last of his magic to protect the woman from men, and they've been told you must be ready for Ares, he will return any time. So this is supposed to be the beginning of time then. So they've been hidden for 
200, 300,000 years then? Yeah. Okay then. Uh, the Queen then shows the little brat the vault of hidden weapons, a shield, a lasso, and the quote-unquote god-killing sword. Why show them these if you're supposed to protect her from her own immortal side? You know, mm. so... And does it mean that Wonder Woman is now complete, she's a complete god, a whole god, and not just a, a demigod? Yeah, well, no, she wasn't a demigod to begin with. Her mother wasn't mortal. Okay then, so... Uh, okay then. Fast forward to Teenage Wonder Woman, now played by Emily Corey. Or, sorry, Carey. She's... Laura Croft in the new, well, in the Tomb Raider movie. Uh, sure. I yes. I haven't watched the Tomb Raider movies, and God, I wouldn't like to admit. I mean, it's not bad. Do you want to mean it's not great, but it's not bad. It's basically the rebooted video game put to screen, sort of. Is it mm-hmm. actually that terrible one where you play a much younger Lara Croft? Yes. Yes. Oh, God, yes. No, I'm not missing much then. <laughs> so the Queen finds out about Wonder Woman's training in secret, of course, and she has a gore sister. Uh, you can already know, so it's your fault for not paying attention, love. So <laughs> I think you were having a gore sister because just as she walked in, she kind of pushed Diana over and it looked like she hurted her and that's why she was kind of like, you know, having a gore. And okay. But you're kind of watching it going, why are you having a gore? Mm. She can't actually be mortally hurt. <laughs> Mortally wounded. Yeah, exactly. I mean, th- this b- opening is a bit all over the place. I mean, one minute to see, oh, we Amazons are immortal if you stay on this island. Um, but if you go out of the island, you're vulnerable. But she's a god, so uh, this is, it's murky. You know, it's not as crisp yeah. and clean as it should be. Could that um, mm, sorry, could that scene have been because, though, oh, aren't we led to believe that from when... Diana, eight years old, right up until this point, she's been almost getting trained in secret. Yeah, and that's, that's her mother finding out, well, actually, it's been going on for a while. Yeah, because that's true. That's the scene in which her mother said to um, her sister, well, train her, train her properly and make sure she's, you know, better than you. Mm, okay, fair enough. Yeah. So... Uh, we now see the fully grown Wonder Woman played by Gal Gadot, or Gal Gadot even. She is a cocky, aggressive little bitch in this, I thought, at this beginning, but, you know, she watches, the Queen watches, her, watches on as her princess daughter takes on the greatest champion the Amazons have, or uh, Amazonians have, which is Artemis, played by Anne Wolfe, who's a real-life uh, boxing champion. And she was also Gal Gadot's um, sparring partner and gym buddy. No. So there we have that one. Um, next, uh, we see Wonder Woman taking on her auntie. And her auntie kicks ass until Wonder Woman uses her magical gauntlets and has that shockwave effect, which is pretty cool. I'm not going to lie about that one. I love the shockwave effect, which she does when she crosses her arms. You know, that was, that was quite cool. Mm. And... The Amazons go, oh my god, she's immortal, ah, sort of thing. I mean, so they didn't realise she had all this power then. I think they knew, but they just didn't know to what extent. Okay, then. okay. Then. Oh, there's one thing I must ask. Why can't Wonder Woman fly in this? Not beat me. I mean, uh, moving on. She could, fly, she could fly in every other one. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. So Wonder Woman runs away in shock 
and she she goes over to the her little cliff bit where she dives off earlier, and she sees a plane crashing. It hits the water and pretty much explodes. So she cliff dives into the water and saves the pilot. And here we meet Steve Trevor, played by Chris Pine, Captain Kirk from the Star Trek movies. Should we actually cover one for one of the for one of these podcasts? Actually, mm. interesting. She sees him naked and boom, she's in love because she's a perv. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I should say by the way, there is no men on this island, and there's no children. Mm-hmm. So these are immortal, but there's only about what, about a hundred, maybe a thousand people on this island. Yeah, How? They're all highly skilled warriors, so they don't mm-hmm. really they can all look after themselves when it came to battle. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. So the Amazons take him in and heal him after dealing with the Germans who stumbled to Ireland also. So you try to sell me this is either 1940s or 1918 and no one has found this island, yet it's easy to stumble into? Bullshit! You know? Mm. I mean, they it, say... Yeah, it's a bit sketchy, but I was like, if that's so easy to get to, why has no one else found it before now? I completely agree with you. Mm. But they don't take him in willingly, they want to kill him and it's only down to Wonder Woman that they don't the Amazonian women don't kill him. Mm, that's true, that's very true. I love the fact that Diana looks on in sheer horror as dozens of her sisters fall to bullets. Uh, so they're immortal but they can die at the hands of bullets. Okay then? I think only Diana and the Queen are immortal. I, th- mm. I don't think everyone else are. I think they're just... Um, because they're on an island protected by magic, they don't age. See, I don't know. I mean, and they heal almost, and they will win heal almost instantly. Because doesn't the almost like the bath thing, um, Steve, it sits in. Doesn't that water just heal over her wind? Yeah, that's a bit true. Yeah, do they have that magical blue water that turns? Mm. Uh, or heals everything instantly. So I suppose there is that one. Okay then. Okay. And I have to say, but the slow motion fight in this is a complete fucking mess of CGI, yeah. and it did not age well at all. I mean, this movie is only what three years old, and it looks like shit. Yeah, it does. It looks like a much older film. Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, the 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 three D in this. Sorry, this movie wasn't um shot digit on a digital. But, uh, like digitally, this was shot on film because she oh, wasn't it? Yeah, that she wanted to go in effect, so maybe that's why you see it look much older. But in mm. terms of the CGI, you have to CG most of the CGI in this, it's just you can tell it's CGI. Somebody it's shitty CGI, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Antitope uh, is shot defending Diana and she dies telling her she's the god killer so she now knows she's immortal she's a god no, or goddess she told, she told her uh, go to the god killer so she told her to get the sword oh she right thought, I thought she said to her you're the uh, god killer no she finds that out from her uncle Aerie okay then yeah, yeah Aries, yes, yes no, kind of uncle. I can't really work out how the timeline goes how the family tree goes really mm. but I'm pretty sure she made that out from Uncle Aries. Okay then, fair enough, fair enough then. So Diana saves Steve from a vengeful, pissed off queen. She gets him to stick, sorry, she gets the lasso of truth, sticks him in it, and he spills everything, telling them 
everything they want to know. He then tells them he's an American spy working for the British, sent to spy on the Germans' secret weapon factory. Um, was there any Americans working for the British during World War One, which is supposed to be set World War One, not World War Two? But there's murkiness there, much like the beginning of this movie is murkiness. Wasn't no, the only time you'd buy before World War Two, but everything about that movie, and even that every official interview from the director says that he's sitting in World War Two. It's yeah. only that wooden plane at the start that throws you off and makes you think, hold on a minute. Yeah, some of the some of the guns look like some of the guns look like World War One weapons. Also, I mean the gas masks are all World War One gas what? masks. So uh, it's it's messy, you know. No, there were still a few though floating about in World War Two. Don't forget, not everyone, especially um, there's only like, like what thirty years between World War One and World War Two. So you know, people that grew up with an older gas. Okay then. They could have had it as an adult in World War Two. Okay then. Okay then. So it, it goes to Germany, I believe, and we meet General Ludendorff, played by Danny Houston of Thirty Days a Night, as he tours the factory. And during the tour, we meet Doctor Mar- Maru, played by Eleanor Angia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she has half her face hidden behind a mask for reasons. <laughs> I mean. Does that actually explain what happened to her face? No, and she's not based on a real person, so it's not mm. like I can hide out with some fantastic fact and go, oh yeah, the real person. No, I don't know. I think they were just doing that to make her look like the mad scientist. Okay, okay. Woman. I love her nickname as Dr. Poison because she's <laughs> with, with chemical weapons. Therefore, this has to be World War Two then. So, uh, uh, so Steve... Well, Sorry. Her, sorry, her character annoys me because even of the war, which I'm sure there were multiple Doctor Poison throughout World War II, especially mm-hmm. working for the German, mm-hmm. none of them would have been a female. Even exactly. In, even in even in Germany, women weren't allowed to, you know, hold that job, powerful as that. Exactly, exactly. I mean, this is one of my flaws. This movie, you would not have a woman with that much power in the in the Nazis. You know? The only the only powerful woman in that movie should be Wonder Woman. Exactly, yes, yeah, should be Wonder Woman. And here you've got some some almost um, Phantom of the Opera ripoff <clears throat> women holding a jo- a job of power in you know Nazi Germany, and you're like, mm. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, the movie is is completely over the place. I'm going. Where did this character come from? Because it's not mm. in fucking reality anyway, so no, I sat there watching it going, anyone that sat in a history class for even five minutes who know that character, it should be a man. Mm-hmm. So continue with the movie. Steve sees how lethal Dr. Marrow's poison is and steals her notebook and runs for it, stealing a, a wooden plane, I think it's a biplane, and crashing it onto the island and here the Amazons learn about the Great War, World War One. He specifically says the Great War. That's World War One then. No, so, World War World War Two is the Great War. World War One just what um World War One, World War Two is the Great War because like you said, uh, there were multiple countries. I don't know. I mean World War One was the Great War, World War Two was the war to end all wars. So yeah. Uh, but then he calls it both the war to end all war and he calls it the great war I'm now going to do one of your tricks and quickly google, google. Okay, then. 
Okay. The Great Wall, just, you know, don't mind me. Fuck on yourself then. Mm. <laughs> so I'll continue with the movie then. So Diana begs her mother to let her help Steve. But she says, no, you can't leave the island. You leave the island. You're vulnerable to killing. Uh, your sister's already killed with the human weapons. So your invulnerability hangs out the fucking window, love, you know? Mm. I don't think she's um, invulnerable. She's now vulnerable when she leaves the island. I just think she meant she's vulnerable because she's on her own. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh. This mess. This movie Steve, is messy. To be honest, yeah, at the start of this, you kind of watch it and think, hold on. Okay, oh yeah, an apology. You are right. Both the phrase the world end all war and the Great War were used for World War One, but yeah. I automatically take them with World War Two because there were more countries fighting in World War Two. Possibly, possibly. A mix up or they went artistic license. No one will notice. Basically, they fucked up a man. You know. <laughs> no one will notice unless you yeah. study history. Yeah. So. Diana then goes to see Steve, who is bathing in their magical waters, and his healed, uh, wounds are now healed. Here she sees him naked. She asks if he's a typical man, and he <laughs> says, above average. Yeah, she says, are you an average man for your... Um, no, 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 no. She asks, no, she asks him, are you a typical man? He goes, no, 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 I'm above average. No, mate, I've seen Return of the King. You're not above average. <laughs> Because I was like, I don't think she meant your your genitalia. I think she meant are you a tip, is your building physique typical for which you can affect from all men? Yeah, this, this is what annoys me. Annoys I've me. all this... seen the other movie. We all know he, you know, bigging himself up when they say above average. This is what annoys me about this movie. He's the first man she's seen. What did she go? What the fuck is that? You know, she doesn't know what a, a penis looks like, so... She did say, what is that? And I thought, yes. is, is she talking about me? And, she, they were, and he kind of looked down and he went, oh, not her watch. And looked, yeah, you know, I wrote, I wrote, I her, her actual line was, what is that small thing? Yeah. So uh, there's mm, a little slap in the face there sort of thing. Uh, he says, it's a watch. And she goes, what's a watch? So he has to explain... To Diana, uh, what I watch is, but I love the, the line she comes out with is, you let a small thing control you. Oh, there's a subtle slap in the face there, you know. And this is the start of the film's power, where it knocks on the man stuff, because that little thing there controls you. Uh, Karen. She's in for a shot when she gets to the real world and see, you know, that thing controls 99.9% of men. Well, possibly, yeah, yeah. So Steve asks where the hell he is, and Diana tells him it's Theramaskia. Mm-hmm. Uh, she goes, there's a bridge, they're the bridge between men and greater understanding. And I've wrote down here, feminist power is now rising. Because apparently men are idiots and all they do is fight each other, and women are perfect creatures. I'm going, have you seen two men fighting over the last donut yeah. you know like, she's based on someone from or she's meant to be based on someone who came from part of greek mythology um and most cultures though and <coughs> the mythology of most cultures especially in greek the women are seen as smarter than the men just mm. the god not the actual everyday women yeah yeah but i love the fact 
She turns and says, "We are the the greater understanding. We are more greater than man. We don't we don't have petty squabbles. Have you seen women fighting over various things like shoes and men and bags and drinks and other stuff like that? So women are just as nasty and evil as men are. Exactly. You know? exactly. I mean, look at an office. If you get an, you get an office full of women, there's bound to be little cliques. You know." I can't stand her, she's got blonde hair, she's a bitch. Oh, she's got big tits, she's a bitch. Yeah. Know, she's a skinny bitch, I don't like her, da 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 da. Women are just as evil and just as nasty as men I are. I would go one further to say women are worse. You Possibly. know, uh, like some of the things women do to each other are just horrible and say to each other, like you very rarely hear a man comment on another woman had another man, let's say, weight or height or anything where if a woman wants to offend another woman first thing they'll to one of first thing to hit out where you put weight on. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're shrinking and you're all day it's like they can be really they do, they just go straight for the juggler. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean I don't know, this movie just makes it sound like women are perfect and shouldn't be touched, but men are idiots and should be led around with their nose sort of thing. I'm going uh, but then, then couldn't it be done to the almost naivety that Wonder Woman has in this movie? Because let's face it, she's she brought up in a way that we would call having a sheltered life. Okay, she, then. She knows nothing of the world, so could it be part, you know, part, you know, part feminist in a way, but all who just part playing into the naivety of the character? Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I can just see I'm going to get a lot of shit for this podcast because I'm dare chipping away at the, the feminist power and the femininity stuff and the whole men are bastards, women are perfect. But the way I see it is toxic masculinity, how about toxic femininity? You fancy to me to think as a, as a toxic feminine, a toxic girl, you know? Like, as I says, you're in an office with, say, 12 women or 10 women. One of them's blonde and skinny as, as all hell. The other ones are, like, look at a, a chocolate bar and poof, put on weight. They go, she's a skinny bitch. I don't like her, she, she's too skinny. She's got blonde hair, she's stupid, you know? Whereas men would go, meh, whatever. The only thing a man gives a shit about is the size of his knob, end of, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Gay, straight, bi, whatever. Yeah. That's something he gives a shit about, you know? I mean, mm. I know. Back to this movie, as we went away, of course, there. Uh, she continues that the Amazons, it's their duty to save mankind from war. Well, they're in a bang-up job there, love, haven't you? This well, no, is... it's their duty to keep mankind from Ares. No, she specifically says it's their duty to stop mankind from starting wars. She's in a bang-up job then, because this is uh, 1918, World War one, what about the hundreds, if not thousands, of other wars throughout the the, the human history? Mm. They just sat on the island and go, oh, la da dee la da dum you know? What the hell were they doing? Fucking brain jars hair for crying out loud. Oh, well. I mean, uh, dear God. Also, and this is World War Two. World War One. <laughs> they specifically say it's 1918, which is World War One, the end of World War One. Yeah, even the director called Hope World War says it's set in World War Two. Well, she's wrong because it specifically says multiple times this is World War One. So there we have that one. Um, and what I have down here is why do they give a shit now? Is it because man? It can't be, well, it can't be World War One. Um, 
Lodum thought for her real person and he he was in he was in Nazi Germany in World War Two. Okay then. Okay then. So whoever wrote this is an idiot and doesn't do their fucking research or didn't even change their fucking dates. Um, Everything they've not they've not changed the date. Well I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure but I don't think you had spies in World War One. I. I don't think they got that far. Oh of course they had spies in World War One. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I mean prominent i mean there was spies during the bloody um uh there was the 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 helen of thing we wore the one with the trojan horse thing there was spies during then so oh the trojan war you mean yeah the trojan war yeah yeah so there we have that so okay okay then so steve hits her with his father's words if you see something wrong you can either do nothing or do something. This sparks one woman's rebellious side and she steals the secret weapons from the vault. She even steals a red, white and blue outfit and she now has the iconic Wonder Woman outfit. Uh, why red, white and blue? Uh, aren't they Greek? Yeah, why have they got um, American? Yes. I mean, yeah, I, mm. I did wonder that, but then I've always wondered that because even from older Wonder Woman, she had, you know, she was Americanized in her outfit, and I always thought, why? Her origin aren't anywhere close to America. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Although, at least in this one, she, she kind of looks like Xena and not a ridiculous bathing suit with huge granny panties, you know? That <laughs> was um, a bonus, isn't it? I mean, have you seen the original 70s Wonder Woman outfit? It looked fucking yeah. ridiculous. That <laughs> I've never seen anything more ridiculous in my life. At least in this one, it's kind of, it's kind of like Zena's outfit. You know, it's it's the armoured bodice and the sort of skirt thing with the, the, the thigh-high boot, no, thigh knee-high boots, you know? So yeah. I kind of like the outfit. But again, why is it red, white and blue? Shouldn't it be like gold and black or gold and brown or something like that, you know? I mean... I suppose you have to be colourful, I suppose, you know. Yeah, I suppose you have to stand out. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So she turns to Steve, who is trying to find a way off the island, but the, his compass is fucked, so they kick off the island. So the magic means no, there's no way off the island then. So the magic that's surrounding the island um, affects the magnet on his compass? That's, yes. That's, okay. So off they sneak into the night until they're caught by the Queen, who instead of punishing her, gives her a tiara and lets her leave, saying this tiara will give you immortal life. What? She is already immortal. She's a goddess. So... No, the Queen said to her, um, the, the tiara was worn by one of our greats, then make sure you're worthy of it, and then was like, you know, you can't come back here. Oh, was that I thought she said yeah. to her, this will keep you safe from off the island. But I'm going, she's a goddess, so why would she want to be kept? So I'm moving on. Mm. Uh, she didn't tell her to be careful of the world of man. Like, women can't be as bad as men. Again, this whole feminist stuff is doing my fucking head in. You tried to say to me, like, no woman is as bad as a man. I think you mean mortal men and women, not just men as the gender. Okay then, okay then, fair enough then. Enough. So off Diana goes for Terror Eye to the world of man, England, 1918. On the boat, Diana tells Steve only an Amazon can stop Ares with the quote God Killer Sword. 
so there will be no more wars once she kills Ares. How do you explain the, the dozens of other wars since World War fucking two then? <laughs> Again, Greek mythology is not based on fact, but mm. I, I've wrote down here something that might actually tick most of my listeners off here, or our listeners off here. One woman can stop one man of war. Like women have never started a fucking war in their life. That, <laughs> That's true. That is a dangerous lie to tell little girls. No woman has started a war, really. Helen of Troy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maggie Thatcher. I mean, for crying out loud. Um, I'm guessing there's a few other women, but I can't think of any off the top of my have, head. There are good few women throughout history who have been, you know, have started war, have been the cause of various wars and things throughout, you know, history. Uh, there's a really famous one from medieval history, which has shockingly get out my head which is embarrassing because you know I study medieval history mm. but they have you know the few throughout you only need to google you know a quick google search on women throughout history who have caused war and you'll see that you know men aren't the only one who can start a fight yes I mean look at Queen Elizabeth the first wasn't she a bit of a bitch and she was a bit of a tyrant also yeah I mean she had her own cousin put in jail mm. <laughs> so she had her own cousin um, executed. He, she pleaded for leniency and that, and the whole, you know, angelic virginal queen put mm. in order. I was like, you know, give a girl a break. But, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. So back to this movie. Steve, or Steve rather, thinks she's completely insane, thinking that Ares, the god of war, doesn't exist. But Diana tells him once she has killed Ares, things will be better and man will be good again. Kidding. So what is it? Men can't be trusted due to them being greedy, selfish, power hungry and a dictator. Or is it once women stop the big bad man, the big bad evil man that is, then man can be good again and peaceful again? You can't have it both ways, movie. You can't have it. Men are selfish, nasty, vicious, evil creatures and a woman can save you from this evil what uh, my god yeah it's a study and contradiction this movie uh, I think what she meant is there'll be no one there'll be mankind I think when she say man she mean mankind as in man women a child um, not men as in you know youth lot um, mm, but I think by because she's you know, a god or demigod, I, I think she's actually god, Um, that she means mankind. Okay then, okay then, fair enough then, but fair enough. I think when she means one she weeds out, yeah, it's like, you know, the classics and we'll read out the worst and the rest should settle down. Hmm, okay then, okay, well, fair enough then. But it's not her, naive, her naivety to think that that would actually happen. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So they're now landing in England. And I'm not even going to touch how Steve explains marriage or how babies come from or the difference oh, no, between she sexes. Said she said she, she knew where babies come, came from. Um, because but how? Thing. Oh, she read it in a 12-part book or something because on the book, um, drive, on the boat sailing to London, mm-hmm. he said, did you bring it with you? And she said... No, you wouldn't like it at the end. It says that, um, that bit made me giggle. Uh, men are only good, men are only useful 
for procreation, but when it comes to pleasure, they are useless. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's where she learned the all about where where babies come from and they're not being sculpted in clay and. Yeah, but that's the thing. But these are mortal women. These thousands or so women on this island have been there for since the the dawn of man. Mm. Uh, how would they know about having sex with men if there's no fucking men on the island? How would they know about babies if they don't if they don't age, they don't have to have children? Wasn't this the reason why Diana was made? Because the queen hated the fact there was no other people on this island apart from these thousands or so women. So she made the thing out of clay and Zeus went, boom, she's now, she's now alive. So uh, how would they know about sex? Even throughout, uh, quite easily, Zeus himself have meant to father because there have been umpteen movies based on the the mythology of Zeus himself um father and demigod throughout Rome. Yeah, such as Her- uh, Hercules yes yeah, yeah they did so they did know um they did know about um sex so they did it just on an island full of women she was made out of clay well, she says she was made out of clay. It turns out she's actually the daughter of Zeus and her mother, the Queen. So she was made, you know, what we would call the old-fashioned way. Yeah, okay then, okay then. So moving the hell right on, uh, General Liddendorf, or Ludendorff visits Dr. Poison in her new factory and she's come up with the ultimate poison that will kill anything, uh, even through gas masks, which is kind of cool, actually. I love the... The cracking effect it has on the gas masks. Yeah, never cool effect. She tells him without her notes, however, she has nothing, so she had to make new gas from scratch. Okay, then this new gas gives the general super strength and super endurance, much like Captain America. Where did she get this this idea from? Then is she supposed to be lost with her, her notebook? She has decided to make this super gas. Not, uh, not explained. Moving on. <laughs> now back in London, one woman goes see the British Secret Service, and she tries miserable to to blend in. I hated this bit, the whole pretty woman montage, but where she's getting changed and all that stuff. I'm going, mm. really? Yeah. You have this montage, pretty woman style montage thing, and uh, no, no, this is I, not the the movie for I, us. Yeah, I just thought that whole that whole um scene almost cheapened the uh, the movie in a way and cheated the 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 image we all have, no matter which era of Wonder Woman you grew up with, the mm. image of the iconic Wonder Woman that we all have. I thought that scene cheapened the idea, to be mm. honest. You know, uh, you know, it was almost like comparing Wonder Woman to um. Pretty women. Now, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts is a good actress, don't get me wrong, but her compared to this, you know, character is just, yeah, it's not a contest that should ever be tried. Yes, to yes, exactly. Compared, exactly. You know, it's just. And I love the fact when Diana asks him why can't she wear trousers, he just looks at her and goes, oh my god, no! Uh, women did wear trousers in the uh, World War One. You know, uh, and the teens in the twenties. So fuck off for that one. Women did wear trousers. Mm. And this attempt of humour does not bloody well work. 
I think for the most part, though, women had to, it was very unheard of of a woman to wear children. And if she was going to help in some way, the, the Brits fight the war, she, was, she could not have been seen to wear mm-hmm. trousers. Okay, fair thing. And also during this, we meet Steve's um, secretary, Etta Candy. I'm sorry, Etta Candy. Really? Yeah. Uh, dear God, played by Lucy Davis. She's a British officer uh, during World War One, I, I think not. Anyway, she's star of Netflix's Sabrina. Um, she plays one of the aunties, I believe, from Sabrina. Mm. She's also from the, the British office, but moving on. She says she's a British officer. I'm thinking, um, no, not even the Queen was giving an officer. Uh, wasn't the Queen, because the Queen, uh, Queen Elizabeth II, that is our yeah. Queen. She mm. was a mechanic during World War Two. She yeah. wasn't given... she was the equivalent of a Lancaster, even she couldn't get that role. Yes. There was yes. no way this woman was an officer. So there's no chance this little short, dumpy woman called Etta Candy ugh, <laughs> uh, would be an officer. So moving on. I don't think women were allowed to become officers in the in the British Army for till at least about the 70s or 80s. Yes, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure I've done also. So here we have it, stuffy England, uh, Victorian England versus free-spirited Diana. And this is not working. Get rid of this stuff. Mm. I mean, this whole oh, the the we're in stuffy Britain doesn't fucking work. This pretty woman stuff doesn't work. Cut it out. This is a two and a half hour fucking movie. Cut, cut, cut. Mm. Get to the fucking action. Absolutely, I agree. It's very slow pace this mm. movie, but I think all the stuffiness in a way was to show the contrast. The normal try and make it see what stepping into that world would have been like for, you know, Diana, who comes from a place where, you know, not only are women the dominant, women are the only gender, but women are the dominant force. And, you know, mm. she's never actually been in anywhere with a patriarch and she comes with a strong sense of honour and justice and she turns up and it completely, it turned everything she knows on her head. Okay Okay, fair enough. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Although it could be worse, it could be like Thor, where Thor was a fish out of water, much like Diana is. She's a fish out of water, and I didn't like Thor. I thought it was too ridiculous. The whole give me more meat and smashes the stuff, in, and he acts like a complete dickhead bro. Yeah, uh, that is toxic masculinity right there. This whole I'm a man, therefore you do as I tell you, sort of thing. No, yeah. fuck off for that shit. I mean, no, 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 get to fuck with that crap. Absolutely. So. Back to this movie. Diana hands her weapons off to Etta. I love the fact that the sword is bigger than Etta's body. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve takes her to, to see the Parliament. And in the alleyway, they're jumped by Nazis. Diana holds them off by kicking the ass easily and using her magic gauntlets to fuck the bullets. I would have had her spinning around, you know? That would have been the perfect play. Even if it's the only shot in the movie where she does that spin, that yeah. would have been where to put it. And then we can all look at it and go, ah, it's definitely Wonder Woman, and not yeah. sit there and be like, you know. I mean, they could have had that. Actress in a fairly attractive form, uniform, but she's not Wonder Woman. No, no. Mm. I mean, they could at least have had like a spin kick, you know? Yeah. That would even work as a, as a spinning around stuff, but moving on. 
So she has her own Clark Kent disguise, aka Diana Prince, complete with the glasses, of course, because you can't tell the difference from somebody who's wearing glasses. Uh, yeah, because if I take off my glasses and walk into my living room, no one in there's going to know who I am. <laughs> it's ridiculous, I mean. Ridiculous. <laughs> but did you see the um, nod to that, to Richard Donner Superman in that scene? No, no, I missed when it. No. They, um, when they are crossing the alleyway and the, the um, gunfire, she, to protect Steve from the bullet, she put her hand out and it almost ricochets off her. Oh, right, yeah, she catches it much like Superman. Right, okay, then. In the original Clark, um, what's his name? Superman, yeah. Well, yeah, Clark Kent caught it in his hand. Mm, okay, then, okay, then. I, yeah, I don't want to actually just thought of that myself, actually. That's quite clever, actually. So, mm, okay, then, okay, yeah. then. almost a copy and paste. Mm-hmm. Although it's amazing how uh, her gauntlets are bulletproof, but the armour is not bulletproof. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, inconsistency, number 200. <laughs> so, Steve takes it to the House of Parliament, and here Steve hands over Dr. Poison's notebook. And here we meet Sir Patrick, played by David Thewis of Harry Potter fame. Who's he playing Harry Potter, by the way? Oh, um... Um, oh god, you're asking the oh no, it's gone. <laughs> One of the professors, then I get it. Okay, he's trying to tell Parliament of a way to stop the war is negotiating with the Germans. Obvious bad guy is obvious, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess is this is too obvious. He is Aries because he's going, Oh no, 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 we can't, we can't fight the Germans, we must negotiate with the Germans, we must learn to. To bend to the German will, I'm going Aries. Is that you? I mean, yeah. obvious he's Aries. It, it's so obvious from the get-go. Mm, mm. So back to Dr. Poison. As she tests out her latest poison gas, the one that cracks the gas mask, even though she says to the general, I can't do this, I don't have my notebooks, help me. How does she make this? Oh, moving on. So back well, to... He does say you you don't need it, like, giving her all the spiel of, you know, you're greater than what you think and whatever. And then the next scene, she's holding a piece of paper in her hand, and I'm like, where'd that piece of paper come from? Mm. Yeah, inconsistency again. Uh, so back to Steve. He gets Diana to translate Dr. Poison's notebooks because she can read every language, apparently. And this is supposed to be a super uh, strength mustard gas that uses uh, hydrogen. So, it eats through gas mass, apparently, as you do. Um, so, this, they say that she reads every language. Yeah, but... since they, they speak thousands. Mm. Can I just say, I've just remembered David Thurless, uh, Professor Lupin, or Remus Lupin in Harry Potter. Okay, then. Is that the one that becomes evil? No, that's the one that died fighting Lord Voldemort. I see, I see. What's wrong with David Tennant, please, again? Okay. Anyway, moving on. This is not a Harry Potter podcast. It's a Wonder Woman. It was annoying me because I was sitting there going, um... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I just, I'm heading. Somebody mentioned something. I go, I know that. That thing, but then it completely goes out your head and it goes into the back of your head again. It's like... Pops hmm. in five minutes later and you're like, ah... So back to this inconsistent mess of a movie. Uh, Steve begs the generals to let him and Wonder Woman, or rather Princess 
her name is Prince Diana, what her fucking name is, uh, to take a squad to take out General Ludendorff before it's too late. But of course I don't want to listen to him because she's a woman. She's outside. No, 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 you can't have her doing it because she's a woman. Oh, dear. Uh, and Diana, rightfully so, throws a hissy fit calling the generals cowards as they do not do nothing but sit back miles from the fucking fighting and do none of their own fighting. Mm-hmm. You know? So then it cuts to a pub for some reason. I mean, it just cuts to a pub. And here we meet Stephen's, Steve's squad, Samir, played by Said Tagamari, hang up, says his name. Uh, he's a GI. He's of the GI Joe movies. Uh, he's a smooth-talking uh, cod man. Next is Charlie, played by Ewan Bremer of Transporting Movies. He's a Scottish drunk. How groundbreaking is that one? Uh, he's also the greatest sniper in the world, apparently. And well, I people are thinking all our Scots are just drunk all the time. Yes, all we will do is, is wear kilts and drink. Okay. I mean, you do ninety-nine percent of the time, but most of the rest of us don't. <laughs> Very dare you have never worked out. <laughs> never worked out my life, so. Hmm. So in walks Sir Patrick to hand over money to fund this thing. So there again, they're giving away his Aries because he wants her in the fight. You know, mm-hmm. he wants her to to see how powerful he actually is. So he, they're giving away their hand right there. He's Aries. I mean. Yeah, but Aries isn't meant to know that she's. The God Killer, um, okay. until she's fully aware of how powerful she is and who she really is. Okay, okay then, fair enough. So off they go to the um, front line, aka France. Uh, surrounded by troops, Diana's head is turned easily until Steve buys her an ice cream, and then she's back on his his team. I'm going really. So mm. she sees a couple of muscle men walking past. And she's oh hello. So, is she a gay guy then? For the attention span of a fucking chihuahua? I mean... Uh. Yeah. I, meant, I, I take it it's meant to be the um, unshackled woman that's never seen a man before. Yeah, exactly. Suddenly they're everywhere and they're like, can you concentrate on what? And say, yeah, I'm just, I'm looking at you. Although you're looking the other way. Yeah. I want to see how average you actually are. Can I, can I test him and him and him and him and him? You know, so... Mm. Absolutely. Although that ice cream scene was taken right from one of the comics. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, that's why the it's a homage to one of the comics. It's there's a very very similar scene in in one of the comics. I read. Like, okay. Okay then. Okay then. Oh, by the way, no woman fought in World War One unless there were resistance. I think. But apart yeah. from that, no. Same in World War Two unless there yes. were resistance. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they're now in Belgium and they meet the chief, played by Eugene Brave Rock, and he's a stuntman. So there we have it. Nice. He's also supposed to be a mystic or something like that. I mean, he talks about how he's got this magical power from his his um, Native American past sort of thing. I'm going, okay. Hmm. Uh, back to General Ludendorff, who kills all his generals because they want to sign the armistice of Britain because this guy is now drunk with power. As you do. As you do, absolutely. I love the fact he goes, you're nothing but cowards, and shoots them all. I'm going, but this is maybe World War One or two, 
in which the Nazis were completely crushed because Hitler was a fucking idiot and decided to split his troops into several different areas, like attacking Britain and attacking France and attacking Russia and stretching out as far as you can go. I fucked it up, but moving on. Uh, so back at camp, Steve and his men bond as Diana rolls her eyes because men are stupid and now they get drunk. She just sits there and goes, men. <laughs> I mean, oh, God. Uh, I mean, she did that. I have, she was fully aware that that, that was like what men do and I have she'd seen men do that a hundred a time. Yeah. I, mean, I, I, I didn't quite understand her reasoning for that reaction unless no. you've been around men and you know seen men do that a hundred times no woman or no other man would sit and watch and be like oh man mm. like i said this is the very first man she's seen so she's going uh whatever yeah how did she fuck group of men she's ever seen in a pub she's never seen a pub before in her life and she's gonna have the he's normal, you know. I have she knows that he's more likely normal behaviour for them. Mm. Yeah, true, true. I mean, it's, it's, Douglas, this movie is completely inconsistent, and this could have been cut by at least forty minutes. You know, mm. they should have cut all this bullshit. Like men are bastards, men are idiots, men are da 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 da. Cut all this down as minimal as possible, and have a nice tight movie because this thing drags. You know, yeah, um, very slow to. Uh, mm. God. by the time it gets to the action I'm like finally yes yes and that night uh, Dana or Diana rather hears the German guns firing constantly she asks the chief what they are he says they're hell okay then and she's gonna get that reference how you know uh, yeah I mean uh, next day they all head to the front line and here Diana sees the horrors of war i.e women and children running for their lives. So, shouldn't she be warned about how evil man is by her mother or auntie or any of her tutors or anybody else in that thing? She doesn't realise man will destroy other man just to get another inch of power, you know, or an inch of land. Mm. I mean... Mm. I mean, even Steve on the boat, because they wouldn't have been on that boat five minutes, could have said... By the way, when you get here, you're going to see this, 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 and this. Mm. So we'll leave mm. that as a nice surprise for her. Yeah, know? yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. So now in the trenches, Diana finds out the Germans are across, quote, no man's land, along with the families, i.e. the males that the people are running away from. So not to worry, she isn't a man. She crosses no man's land as the Germans try to stop her. I've wrote down here, feminist power has now risen. We're at 100% here, folks. Because Can I just say, I, that is like my favourite scene in the film movie. Okay. I, okay. I, I think it just, it just show, it just show Wonder Woman as being fearless and, you know, trying to do what she's always done and, you know, stick up for what she sees as the good guy. So she's doing, going fearlessly into battle. I like that scene. So I do. But yeah, no, no, no. The scene itself is pretty, is, is yeah. pretty cool. But the way she goes, I'm not about a man. It. I'm a woman. I'm going. About that is a bit, yeah. Uh, um, but Patty Jenkins had to fight to for that movie to stay in the for that scene to stay in the movie. Um, all the 
all the producers and that wanted to cut it and she had to fight tooth and nail for that to stay. Okay then, okay then, fair enough. So she uses her gauntlets to deflect the bullets. Luckily they're not machine guns, they're just like random rifles going off. She goes ting, 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 you know. And she pulls her teeny little, tiny little shield and single-handedly crosses No Man's Land. Uh, by the way, wasn't No Man's Land mined? Yeah. Didn't have like landmines and such. But uh, but I wasn't called No Man's Land because of the gunfire. It was full of mines and all sorts of other booby traps. Yeah. So with that, the Germans fire the heavy guns on her because they wait until she goes, ba-ding, ba-ding, ba-ding. And then they fire her with the big guns and the mortar cannons. So she just goes, ting, and blocks it off with a shield. <laughs> and it just explodes. And then... Steve goes, run after her! They're going to try to kill her! Then the British charge. Really? Uh, Looping around like a flea in a hot plate, Diana takes out all the Germans in one swift move because feminist power? Mm. She then saves the town, or what's left of it, by taking down every single fucking Nazi in the place with the shittiest CGI I've ever seen this side of a fucking Xbox cutscene i mean the cgi is crap she's looking over the bloody place and doing the slow motion sliding on the kneecaps and swooping around and snapping guns and such i'm going this cgi looks like shit yeah was that all was that was part of that not done women as well i don't think it was all cgi but it's still you know it's shit to look at yeah better yeah, yeah. I've got it down here. Step aside, Captain America. This is how you steal somebody's thunder. I mean, God. So, like I said, with ridiculous CGI slow motion, she takes down everything, even a tank, with ease. Okay. Uh, I guess. Then, I, then again, she is a god, so yes. taking down a, yes. a tank would be nothing. I've got that down here, actually. She has a god, so what am I complaining about? <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, there we have it. With Steve by her side, woman flips around like a fucking EEW wrestler and uses the last of truth in some truly shocking whipping scenes. I mean, the CGI in this fucking scene looks like shit. Again, 3D movie of shitty CGI equals terrible. Yeah. Was that movie released in 3D? Yes, I saw it in oh, 3D. Yeah. Oh, you poor eyes. Oh, God. So Charlie, being a fucking completely useless due to PTSD, and he's a drunk, so he's a, he just stands like a fucking idiot and refuses to shoot because he's supposed to be the greatest shot in the world. Uh, Steve uses the tank door to boost Diana into the sky to take out the, the sniper because he saw her doing that flip move early on in the movie. So, okay. Okay. And I've got down here, my eyes are rolling like dice in Vegas. She completely annihilates a church uh, church bell tower with one little hit of her shield and it goes boom, blows the fucking sky eye. The town is now saved. It's drinking time because of course they are. They're British. They're going to get drunk. Ugh, God. <laughs> Even with people running around, there's no food or water, but they're all drunk because reasons where did the boots come from fresh air mm. it's photo op time as the picture of Wonder Woman with Stephen is taken by some photographer because apparently there's cameras just lying around mm. and I clocked the time we still have another hour left 
like I says, this could have been cut down by at least 40 minutes. Yeah, quite easily. And one of my friends at General Ludendorff is throwing a party because he has a victory party. She goes to try to kill him, but Steve stops her because um, you can't kill a, a Nazi general in the middle of a, of a Belgium castle. Uh, she pulls out his sword and he goes, no, 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 put that away, sort of stuff. And I'm going, what is this shit, you know? That's a new one on me. Why can you not kill a Nazi general in the middle of a Bel- Belgian chapel? Oh, my God. Uh, in a case of you can't commit murder in a, in a, in a place of worship or was there something else behind it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I have no idea. Um, And here, finally, we find out Sir Patrick is actually Ares. Mm. As what happens? Steve takes her back because she, she was going to kill... Ludendorff at the party, Steve pulls her away and she sort of storms away in a hissy fit and then she finds out that Ares is actually uh, Sir Patrick and he transforms in terrible CGI. But yeah. she... I mean, what is it? One of them kills the general by stabbing with the sword and he mm-hmm. dies and she goes, you can't be Ares. I'm going, eh? And then the whole end battle scene... Yeah, uh, it, but then how would she know who Ares is? I don't, the hit the bit that confused me. Mm, exactly, I mean... She's grown up on an island full of, you know, women. She's only ever heard the name. Precisely. How, she's, how would she ever be able to point point him out in a crowd of people? And how would he know who she is? Because she's not really meant to be fully aware of exactly her power and who she truly is yet. And only then he meant to find her, but yet here they are face to face. Yeah, yeah. And what happens that with they just show up at an uh, airport and the big fight, and he breaks his sword, and she, he goes, "You're just a demigod. I'm a real <laughs> god." And the terrible CGI kicks in as he mm. transforms into the what the fuck was that thing? Was it horns and metal and swords and such? I'm going. Uh, yeah, it kind of looked like it. It was like no interpretation of Ares I've ever seen in my life. Uh, nope. Somehow Steve kills Dr. Poison. You know? Mm. I mean, I'm going, she's supposed to be this great Dr. General type person. Uh, oh yes, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Uh, General Odendorf, before he gets killed by Wonder Woman, has a gigantic plane full of bombs. Mm-hmm. They're going to bomb Europe and bomb Britain and then bomb America. I'm going Captain America. Is that you? <laughs> um, that was so a plan, and actually, hard though, just to fill fill um plane full of bombs and send them and just like literally. They, at one point they were trying to, but thankfully they failed to invent and build the first ever self flying plane. All right. Okay then. Okay then. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, so here is Steve's big hero effort as he takes the plane, flies into the sky and blows himself up, leaving Wonder Woman in tears as she realised she's fucked a shag. <laughs> 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 and it takes her, what is it, 70 years to become um, a hero again? Yeah. You know, I'm so going... It takes a long time to get over a broken heart. True, true. And um, can we talk about the, the terrible CGI fight between Ares and Wonder Woman? 
the CGI looks like shit. She looks around the place like a fucking, I don't know, like a hot spring. And she hits him with the the lasso and it doesn't work. And he goes to kill her and it doesn't work. And she finds out she's a god and he's... Oh my god, this is a fucking mess. Wasn't most of that fight scene we shot month and month after the film was shot? And by that time, Gal was actually pregnant in real life. I like physically, was it? Oh my god. Yeah, she was physically pregnant because for part of the movie she was wearing like it was almost like green cloth, so it would mimic a green screen. So you wouldn't see that big pregnant belly. Okay then. Okay then. So she kills Eddie's. How does she kill him, by the way? No, I have. I, that was one of my questions to you. How does she actually? Is it done off screen? I have no idea. I mean, all I remember is Steve flies up on his plane. It goes boom. And she's going, oh, no. And Eddie's is attacking her. With, she's throwing, like, tanks at him and stuff like that. And I'm going, how did... Because the sword, what you thought was the god killer, he snaps with relative ease. So... Yeah, because that wasn't the god killer she was. Yeah, she is. Yeah. Almost a thing to make her think it was more the power that... Any any power coming from it was coming from it and not from her. Mm. Also, well, Matt, Ares destroys a sword in 1918. How did mm. you have a sword in Batman v Superman? You know. <laughs> Can we say 3D printing? Would that work? Uh whatever. Does she do is the whole crossing of arms, deflecting his power, and then it kills him, sort of thing? Is that how she kills? Yeah, him? I think that. I think at what she does, she, she ricochets it off her gauntlets and it back it backfires on him. So I think she actually kills him, like you say, with his own power. Okay then, like I said, it's a complete bloody mess of an ending. And it doesn't work. Uh, so Steve is now dead. She's going, oh, woe is me. And disappears to be picked up years later, decades later, by Bruce Wayne. So there we have that one. So that is pretty much Wonder Woman 2017. Do you want to take it off or shall I take off the wrap-up section? Uh, you can, but can I just quickly say that yeah, fine. Um, fine. all in all, I I really liked this um, I really liked the this version of Wonder Woman. Okay then. Okay then. That's fair enough. Yeah, the she, you know, she compassionate, but she's also completely naive with no worldly experience at all. But in the end, I think it actually helps her rather than hinders her. Mm. Yeah, and, exactly. Yes, yes, fair yeah. enough. Uh, you know, and um, the character in certain circumstances is just completely relatable. You can look at that and go, yeah, I think I would do something like that as well. You know, um. I think although she had God underneath it all, there is just a heart of solid human gold I wrote down. Okay. The thing I've ever written in life. But, yeah. So, what I'm going to say about this thing is the CGI is fucking awful. Mm-hmm. Some of the acting is ropey as shit. There's plot holes left, right and centre. It's muddy. It's all hell. I mean, is it World War One or World War Two? God, we can't decide, so how can they? Yeah. Let me see here. Uh, the feminist power is well over a thousand in this thing, and 
I don't care for it at all. And I don't give a fuck how much money this thing made. This is just utterly ridiculous crap. This could have been at least 50 minutes short, but shorter rather, but they had to hammer in this feminist power message time and time and time again, beat you over the head with it time and time again. Uh, one thing I have to see here, in the battle of sexes, no peace can be given if both sides hold weapons. Definitely. So, what do you say about this thing? I mean, I, 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 I do think it go, I agree with you, it goes overboard on the whole um, feminism feel, but I do like the stance it takes on women empowerment, and I like how they took the contrast of Wonder Woman who came from the, you know, like I've said, island where women are the dominant and okay only, but dominant and um gender and threw her into a completely alien situation which would have been um Britain in the very early nineteen hundreds, any time between nineteen hundred and nineteen forty eight. Um women were um second class citizens to women were completely obedient to to men and had to be. Um so I, I like that contrast to truly show just how empowered um Wonder Woman is. I like that contrast. Again, like you say, some of the route in which they take it in, you know, could do the work. It's a bit ropey in point. But um, and some of the CD, she, CGI, sorry, that <laughs> um, that's really difficult to say when you have a list. Um, as ropey as all hell, I, and I can't work out if it bad CGI added in, or if it because it was for, uh, shot on film and not shot digitally. I mm. I wonder if it's the two that don't mix. But overall, like I say, um. Gal, gal, Wonder Woman. I think is, you know, slowly creeping up to the top of my my list. Like she, like I said, she compassionate. She unapologetically opinionated, she, which is completely unheard of for any woman at the time. So when she get to the real world, world, no wonder everyone feel alien to her, and she looks completely weird and alien to everyone else looking at her. Um, but. You know, all in all, I I think I think they they had a great plot and they managed to work. They managed to they managed to put they managed to achieve it. I'd say about eighty percent of the time, but I mean, I I guess if they uh, I guess if they took one another look at that movie, they could find things that they could go back and fix. Yes, exactly. You know, yeah, the the plot holes the. CGI irregularities, the historical historical mistakes throughout this movie, which as a crazy historian annoys the hell out of me. Mm-hmm. I, I watched this and was like, how can they get that wrong? Yeah, exactly. I mean, how could they spend over $150 million this? Why does the CGI look like shit? Mm. Why does it look so ropey? Why is this script not tight? Exactly. I mean, and- I you know, okay. I, I quit Google search to get all the history facts right, and as a World War One or World War Two, because if they can't decide, we can't decide. Can anybody listening decide World War One, <laughs> World War Two? Tell us. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Although I will say I liked Gal Gadot 
as Wonder Woman. Like I said, she's fierce, she's independent, she's strong, she's kind, compassionate, and yeah. loving. But it just seems to me like this is a complete mess of an origin story. You know, yeah, this could yeah. have been trimmed by 40 to 50 minutes. And I'd want to have the origin story have been a doodle on someone's bit of paper and not fully fleshed out. Yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, exactly. Although one thing that just pissed me off, but Diana sits and mourns Steve's death for, what, 90 years? And Batman shames her out of it. What the fuck? That's a dick move, Batman. Yeah. I mean, it makes Batman, or Batfleck, uh, a complete utter arsewipe. So, mm. I don't want to piss off any Batman fan, but although I like Batman to some degree, he is kind of, you know, a douche. Oh, well, that's true, yeah. Especially with Ben Affleck's Batman, I don't like Ben Affleck's Batman at all. Yeah, he's a millionaire rich boy who thinks he's good looking, and it's like, I can do what I like, I can buy my way to him, and you're like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's score this thing out of five, one being utter dog shit, and five being great. So what'd you give it? I gave it four. The only reason it never got five was, I'm sorry, I can't forgive the historical mistakes. Okay, I'm going to give it a two because even though it's a good action movie, the feminist stuff it just kills it for me, stone dead. And the CGI looks like shit. The acting's a bit meh. And I'm sorry, but I don't like Chris Pine as Steve. Um, uh, what the hell's name was? Uh, Steve Trevor. Yeah, I was going to call him Steve Rogers there. So it's <laughs> Captain America. I don't like him at all. I mean, he's a bit of a smart arse dickhead sort of thing and uh, moving on so I'm going to give this thing a nice two, two. yes yeah screw it wow. two next week is going to be my pick which is Supergirl 84 oh god help us oh help me <laughs> I must have been terrible in a past life <laughs> oh god you must have been really mean to puppies in a past life <laughs> let me see so don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. And you can follow us on Twitter at... If I can remember off the top of my head what the hell our Twitter thing is. <laughs> I should remember this by now. It's what, five podcasts in? Uh, uh, two Geeks Top Movie. Uh, give us a second here. Hold on. Da, 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 da. Uh, 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 our Twitter handle is at Two Geeks Pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Almost. I almost it's almost get yeah. a movie and it'll come up. <laughs> well, that's true. That's very true. Uh you can follow us on Instagram at uh to talk movies. And you can follow me on Twitter at here's Johnny's Pod and you can follow Joanne on Twitter at Two Geeks Joanne. Right and then. So that wraps up Wonder Woman twenty seventeen. And what am I gonna I'm gonna get so much shit for this thing because I daren't talk evil about the feminist power but I don't give a fuck, frankly. You know. Yeah. Uh, next week, the next podcast rather should be interesting. Have you seen Supergirl '84? Not for a very long time. Oh, it's so bad. It's just geniusly bad. I mean, I'm pretty the, sure it's that one that I really made my skin crawl. Oh uh, my god. Uh, the the witchcraft stuff is just a complete joke. Uh, is that uh, the one with the witchcraft? Yeah. Yes. It's, uh, yeah, it's the one I don't like. Yeah, and Supergirl acts like a fucking 
typical eight-year-old other than a grown woman, but moving on, that should be next podcast. So if you like yeah. a, a good ranty podcast, that's one's going to be for you. Mm-hmm. Like I says, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe, and get our thing out there. Give us a five-star review on iTunes or where the fuck you heard this thing from, and get us more listeners, please. <laughs> yeah, we're not that bad. We just don't like 99% of the things we watch. Yeah, that's very true. Anyway, uh, bye. Bye.